Welcome to Heart of Worship Church Podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. In 1 Chronicles chapter 22, verse 15, we read about the building of the temple, and it says, Moreover, there are workmen with thee in abundance, hewers and workers of stone and timber, and all manner of cunning men of every manner of work, of the gold, the silver, and the brass, and of the iron, there is no number. Arise, therefore, and be doing, and the Lord be with thee. David also commanded, all the princes of Israel to help Solomon his son, saying, Is not the Lord your God with you? And hath he not given you rest on every side? For he hath given the inhabitants of the land into mine hand, and the land is subdued before the Lord and before his people. Now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. Arise therefore, and build ye the sanctuary of the Lord God, to bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord and the holy vessels of God into the house that is to be built to the name of the Lord. In this we see that God provided all that was needed to build a place for him to abide and to be worshipped, a place for him to visit with us and to dwell among us. He called the best at everything to come and to labor for the service of the king to build a place for him and for them to have communion together. And what a glorious place this was. God spared no good thing. He gave the best gifts and offerings for this place of communion with us. How splendid it was. Laborers to do the work, vessels of beauty, purified gold, tried in the fire, only the best would do for the place he was building to abide with you. Yet it was still a temple made with hands that would not stand forever. So my friend, how much more work does he put forth preparing his new temple, his place of abiding and residing with us? And I want you to think of this because God chooses a much more beautiful dwelling place now. That is, us. But he still sends the best laborers to work on it men and women of faithfulness and dedication. He still fills it with the best gifts, those of his Holy Spirit. He still purifies its vessels of gold in the fire through trial and affliction, not being satisfied with anything less than the best for the place that you and he will daily meet in this temple of our flesh. Our bodies are now the building, our hearts, his inner courts. And he does a tireless and perfect work, making it a beautiful place of communion with the Lord. How splendid was the house that Solomon built in all of its glory. But the glory of this latter house is far greater, being prepared and made ready by the Lord God Almighty personally. He spared no earthly thing to build the first temple, And it was grand, to say the least. Yet he spared no heavenly thing to rebuild the new temple, not even the temple's king. He gave everything to make you beautiful, powerful, glorious, 
spotless, and worthy of his presence. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 4 says this, Since thou was precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee. Therefore, I will give men for thee and people for thy life. Isaiah 48 verse 10 says, Behold, I have refined thee, but not with silver. I have chosen thee in the furnace of affliction. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 7 says, that the trials of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus. Matthew chapter 7 verse 11 says, If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? And Acts chapter 2 verse 38 says, Then Peter saith unto them, Repent, and be ye baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, for the promise is to you and to your children and to all that are afar off through the generations, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. So, Lord, I thank you today for the work that you put into me and let every person pray this prayer individually, this new temple of our communion that is my life and body. Thank you for sending men to labor in the building of it. Thank you for the jewels of wisdom that you are filling it with. Thank you for the refining and the purifying of every little piece in it. Thank you for not being satisfied with a tent. Thank you for changing me into something more beautiful, more valuable, and more useful than I could ever have hoped to be in and of myself. And let it be for your glory in eternity. Thank you for choosing me, cleansing me, stripping me, building me and filling me with your spirit and above all thank you for coming daily to dwell with me in it i was made for communion with you and oh the glory of this latter house it is so much more splendid than anything that solomon could have ever imagined thank you jesus for the peace that it brings me knowing that i was not worthy but you still chose me and chose also to do the work needed to make me worthy. Haggai the prophet in chapter 2 verse 9 said that the glory of this latter house shall be greater than the former. Saith the Lord of hosts, and in this place will I give peace. Saith the Lord of hosts, Lord, we thank you that you are the prince of peace, and that you bring peace when we come and sit and abide with you, when we allow your Holy Spirit to fill this temple, this vessel, and we commune with you. Lord, you bring us a blessed assurance of better things to come. Lord, you bring us an assurance of how much you love us. Lord, and that assurance of your love cast out fear because we know that if you be for us, who can be against us? And that this world is not our home. We're only passing through as we're gaining rewards for the one to come by trusting in you. Lord, help us. To not always be so focused on what it is that you want us to do, but to stop sometimes and just say thank you for all the work that you have done in us. 
to say thank you, Father, for all of the men and women and laborers that you have sent to us, for every person that ever prayed for us, for every trial you ever took us through that helped to purify us. It's all a demonstration of your love. Lord, thank you for not being satisfied with who I was. Lord, let us remember the words of Joshua to be strong and have courage and remember that you are with us wherever we go and to allow you to use us to bring the peace that you have given to us to those around us who don't know it. Lord, that even when the sea is stormy, we can walk upon it in peace because that you are with us. If the God that walked on water lives inside of me, then I can walk in the midst of that stormy sea and bring peace to those around me. Oh Lord, help us to speak faith faithfully. Help us to demonstrate it daily to those that need to see it, to overcome fear, to know, Lord, that if you truly love us, which you do, then we have to believe that you have better things for us so we don't have to fear losing anything here. And we also don't have to fear anyone else because that you love them and you put your love for them in us so we will go to them and preach the gospel no matter what it costs us. We will tell them the good news that you died for us to make us your temple, to purify us with your blood, to atone for us, to cleanse us, to wash us, so that you could then indwell us with your spirit and make us your temple. Because my friends, you see what happened on the day of Pentecost is something so beautiful and amazing because in these temples and tabernacles of old, the presence of God would come down to the Holy of Holies as a flaming fire and people knew that his presence dwelled there. It meant that he approved of it and he dwelt in it and his power resided there and anyone who wanted to experience him needed to just be drawn to the fire. But on the day of Pentecost, when those 120 sat in that room and they prayed fervently, asking, come, Lord, come. All of a sudden, they heard the sound of a mighty rushing wind fill the room. And it says they saw tongues of fire land upon each of them. And we read that and we think, oh, that's a powerful picture. But put yourself in their mindset. They knew what it meant because they knew that the fire only fell on the temple. And they knew that the Holy Spirit had come. And was dwelling in them that they were the new temple. That men didn't have to go just to Jerusalem to experience the presence. But that they could carry him out into the uttermost parts of the world. That the fire, the presence, the power, the peace was in them. And it was up to them to release it to those who need it. And would never otherwise see it or experience it. Oh, carry the presence of Jesus wherever you go. And yes, the Bible says to forsake not the assembling of yourselves together because it is good to come together and encourage each other and pray for each other and strengthen each other. But we've got to remember today that each of us is truly the church. Each of us is the house of God. And we can't continue to depend on one man in a pulpit to bring the presence. We've got to get in our prayer closet and experience it for ourselves that we might bring it to others, to our friends, to our family, because the time is short. My friend, Jesus is coming again. 
And he's coming for those who have been faithful to him and who have believed what he has spoken. And if you truly have received him unto salvation, it's going to put a burden and a passion in you to see others brought to it also. So if you believe in your heart, then you will speak with your mouth. And the presence of God that is in you will begin to come out. And this is how he spreads to all the world. This is how he leaves the temple. By using simple, humble boys and girls. Beautiful temples. More grand than anything ever built by Solomon. Or the hands of men. No matter how skilled or anointed they were. This temple is crafted by God himself, gifted by the Holy Spirit, and cleansed by the blood of Jesus. Oh, how we thank you for the price you paid for it. Let your labor never be in vain. Let us remember your suffering, or the suffering of the saints, not just in our lives personally, not just those who worked on us individually, but those through the ages, who paid in blood, sweat, and tears, who prayed who persevered through persecution, trial, and tribulation, those who were fed to lions in the coliseums and the arenas of secular entertainment in ages past, those who were mortared to get the word of God into our hands, to bring us the Holy Scripture, to protect and to preserve its integrity, the missionaries that left home and family to expand the territory of the kingdom of God, to shine the light in the darkness, the great Revivalist of the past, the John Wesleys, the Brainers, the Tim Boons, the Nameless Ones, that come past sea and land and mountain, traveled on horseback and on foot, carrying the fire of God, carrying that presence through the ages, that you today might have the chance to put your faith in it. Oh, the labor that God has put in to this temple, and he so desires to indwell it. But there is a condition. He is a gentleman. He gave us dominion over it. And we've got to invite him into it. We've got to vacate the throne of our own heart. We've got to kick out every idol, every other lover. We've got to ask him to cleanse it and to be the king of it. The Bible says that every house has vessels of honor and of dishonor. And if we will purify the vessels of dishonor, then they will become vessels of honor fit for the master's use, Lord. Search our hearts today and show us if there be any area that we have not fully surrendered to you. Is there another on the throne of our heart? Because you will not share your glory with another. The Holy Spirit will depart. Lord, keep our temples cleansed, pure, and fit for the Master's use. Keep it beautiful and worthy to be indwelled by you. Thank you for listening to Heart of Worship Church podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.